Hey, everybody. Just a quick warning. Um, I'm editing this episode right now, and I just want to give kind of a general trigger warning for or content warning for child abuse. There's a lot of heavy stuff in this episode, uh, you know, because that's how people used to try to control their children. All right, if you if you don't want to hear about that kind of thing, I totally understand. So, if that's the case, then we'll see you uh, next year. Um, love you. Mwah. Kisses, hugs. Nobody's here to yell at me for saying that. Uh, otherwise, enjoy the episode. This is Dan. This is Reese. Whoa. Hey, Don. Hang on. Whoa. Hey, Don. Hang I'm on. Not re- hey, Don. Hang on. Let's do a little bit of chatty before we do that. Okay. Okay. It's Christmas time, everyone. Happy and we holidays. Got some, Dan got us some special secret stuff. Mm-hmm. I hope you all like it. And then our next episode will be Kelly Hopkinsville Part Two. Yeah, we took we took a little break for uh for a uh, Secret Santa. Yeah. Secret Santa in that Secret we're Santa's. giving we're giving you a gift of a holiday special and you're giving us the gift of listening. So it's not secret at all, but it is <laughs> holiday. But it is Santa. Exactly. So Santa. sit back with your favorite eggnog or spiced punch or something, whatever you guys like to Get drink. Get cozy, yeah, you- damn it. Exactly. Yeah, you cryptid enthusiasts or whatever <laughs> I was calling you the other day on Twitter. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy the episode. This is Dan. This is Reese. And my name is Mike. And this is Ohio Valley Cryptid. All right, play that intro. Okay, so what do you have for us, Dan? Well, I have a compilation of sorts of some evil Santas. Well, not really evil Santas. Santas and their evil counterparts, more or less. Um, There's a lot out there, by the way. So for all you listeners, trust me, if you do this research, you're going to find a lot of stuff. I had to compile what I thought was probably the best of the best that I could find for you guys tonight. Now, so like Krampus. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you can't have a story without Krampus, I guess. Can't have a holiday special, but uh, yeah, like Krampus. That's these are fairly well known um, for the most part. Merry Krampus. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, we all know the story of St. Nick, you know. Um, Give us a jolly- refresher, Dan. Huh? Give us a refresher. A refresher? Well, he's a big, jolly man. Um, mm, fat, wears red suit, has eight reindeer, drives a magical sleigh, has a bunch of gifts that are made by magical elves up the North Pole, and he flies all around the world. Is it gift on- or is it gift? Gifts. The jury yes, is the still gifts. Out. <laughs> he has a bunch of gifs that he uh delivers to 
every boy and girl around the world um, on Christmas Eve. I mean, that's, that's how it's supposed to go, right? Yeah. He never gave me that Turbo Man action figure. Well, that's rude of him, and you should write yeah. a letter. A strongly worded time. one. <laughs> anyway, so... Like I said, I've got a bunch of these here. These are a little bit different from the St. Nick that we know, um, that we grew up with, but I hope you will enjoy. So the first one kicking off um, sounds very much like uh, Santa Claus. It's, uh, it's kind of where we got the name Santa Claus comes from Sinterklaas and his helper, Black Peter. Hmm. This story, this iteration of their St. Nicholas um, slash Santa Claus and Black Peter comes out of the Netherlands, Belgium, Luxembourg, parts of France and Germany. This is where this prime predominantly takes place. And their holiday celebration is around St. Nicholas Day, which is uh, if I'm if I remember correctly, it was December 5th through the 6th around that time. So early December. So it's well past that. Um but uh, I'll go ahead and give you a refresher of uh, St. Nicholas Day. St. Nicholas Day is celebrated by a lot of European countries where they celebrate their early winter festivals around the beginning of December, usually around December 5th, 6th, that area. Um, that's kind of what what it is. It's kind of a celebration of Yuletide festivals and stuff, and I'll get to that later. So Sinterklaas, um, he's an old man. Uh, long white beard. It's kind of where we got St. Nick from. Uh, often wears a long red robe. It's also where we got his colors. Dresses uh, differently than the standard Santa, though. Except for everything else, it sounds like the standard Santa. Tends to be taller, though, and a little bit more dignified. And his typical uniform is based on that of a bishop. So imagine priestly robes, but in the color of red, I guess. And he wears a uh, miter. Um... And carries a long bishop staff. Um, miter, I think, is a type of hat. I'm just going to call it the Pope hat. Sinterklaas is also accompanied by his servant called Svarti Piet, or Black Peter. Um, or sometimes several Black Peters, depending. Um, together, Black Peter... No comment on that. Yeah, I know. I'm like, mm, okay, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. Together, Black Peter and Santa Claus, they, they keep tabs on the children everywhere uh, and whether they are good or bad. The good children will usually get a present or some candy from Santa Claus, but the bad children will be punished by Black Peter. He basically kidnaps you in a rucksack and takes you back to Spain. And then he. OK, so this is a trigger warning for all of you fans out there that have problem with uh, child abuse. This is all fictional. But uh, he was supposed to beat them with a birch rod or a broomstick of some sort uh, when he kidnapped you to Spain. Um, okay. So I guess that's that's where you go when you're bad. You go to Spain. You go to Spain. Sure. <laughs> Barcelona. Oh my God. I hear it's lovely this time of year. <laughs> it's probably not. It's also in the northern hem- yeah, hemisphere. It's probably now. a little chilly. I don't know. Any any people from Spain listening? Let us know. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what's this I'm time of year. Now. And if you guys still, if you also celebrate part of this, Santa Claus and Black Peter. Uh, I made so, the mistake of Googling his hat because I wanted to see mm-hmm. if that's really what it was. It is. You were right. The mitre is just the hat. It's the little Pope hat. But I say I made the mistake because there seem to be a lot of people thinking it's just super okay to do blackface to be Black Peter. And I'm like, um, I hate this. Yeah, yeah that's... um unfortunate though but 
I mean, they've been celebrating that like since the that's 1000s, sort of okay. so, so 1100s. I did I did some research on this prior to Dan taking it over, and this is as far as I got with Black Peter and just like a little bit of it. And I saw crowds of people wearing um like blackface and apparently a lot of nations are in and uh cities and stuff are trying to get the celebrations with Black Peter outlawed because it's not just resembling blackface. No, it's it, it no, it's straight up blackface. Yeah, it's yeah, a thousand it's, percent. It's not, yeah, it's not definitely it not is good. Not okay. Yeah, it's 2021, people. Come on. Um and that's sort of traditionally, if you look at the art for Black Peter, it also is an Anglican little, man with blackface. It's it's very racist. It's yeah. it's a little minstrelly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's some weird racial undertones that I'm sure none of us are qualified enough to talk about. Or, oh, no, definitely not. Um, dive into. Definitely not. But yeah, here at uh, High Valley Crypto, we definitely don't stand for that. Yeah, no, we absolutely do not, not. stand. <laughs> Please yeah. don't wear blackface for Christmas. Do not. Uh, or ever. Let's just say well, ever. Yeah, yeah well, that's, yeah. That's <laughs> just a given. don't. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's uh, Santa Claus and Black Peter anyway. So the next one we're going to move on to is the lovely Iceland. Um, Iceland is actually green and Greenland is actually ice. Kind of like that. I know that everyone probably knows that, but thought I'd throw that out there. So this one is about the Yule Lads and Gryla, which comes from Iceland. Now... They December, uh, they, <laughs> they December, sorry. Uh, every mid-December, um, usually about, uh, I'd say probably actually right around now, um, the Yule Lads, there's about 13 of them. They look like elves, um, but they're actually the children of giants or trolls. I mean, I'll get to that here in a second. This is a really important question. Down- Do they like yeah. berries and cream? I don't think they're those kind of little lads. Damn it. They're big lads. They're big lads. They're Yule lads. They're Yule lads. Yule lads lads can like berries and cream. Maybe. Let's ask the listeners. Do you know of any Yule lads that love berries and cream? Do we have any Icelandic listeners? I don't know, but I really want to visit Iceland. It looks really beautiful. It's amazing. And they get like no tourism. (laughs) Yeah. So they also very much welcome tourists, I've heard. Yeah. And they just had a volcano erupt not too long ago, about a year. Oh, well. Almost a year ago. Kind of erupt. Kind of erupt, yeah. It's a little cool. eruption for a treat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, what happens is the Yule Lads, they come down from the mountains uh, every mid-December, and they wreak havoc leading up to um, Christmas Day, more or less, um, and then a little bit afterwards. They usually steal food, and they break things, and they spook your livestock, things like that. They're, they are said to be the sons of some hideous trolls, Gryla, and I can't pronounce this other one, Lepalaui. Spell it. L-E-P-P-A-L-U with the little... Umlaut? No, not an umlaut. It's a... It's a... the Accent? Yeah, accent up, and then the O with an umlaut, and then an I with a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's t- far too many L's and far too many vowels. Yeah, too many for me. Iceland, anyway. what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Gryla, though, is known to eat the ch- flesh of the naughty children, usually by turning them into a tasty, tasty stew. 
So, oh, delicious. Yeah. yeah. So like uh, in our D&D group, soup for your family. Soup for your yeah, family. A soup, a soup, soup of your family. Of, your family. Well, yeah. <laughs> of the family. So anyway. <laughs> On December 12th, though, is when they traditionally get presents i guess if you were a good child the yule lads would leave you gifts of candy and fruits or toys uh in your shoes uh which were left either by the window or outside depending on which region you lived in um later versions of the story also support this uh because like i said it was a lot of lost in translation i guess uh and if you were bad you were given rotten potatoes Okay. And if you're real bad, you got snatched up and taken to Gryla to eat with those said rotten potatoes. Snitch. So, you know, what do you use potatoes for? You boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew? (laughs) (laughs) I just, that kid, that, that like TikTok of that kid being like, an avocado. Thanks. Thanks. That's that's all the Yule lads remind me of, because <laughs> he said he, they leave them fruit. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there there's like I said, thirteen of them. I don't have their names. They're actually on the website that I was using for research. So we'll leave that we'll link that there. Show if you look that up. So basically, um, at the end of Yule, which it varies anywhere between the end of December through early January. Um, the last of the Yule Lads will then retreat back up into the mountains for the rest of the year. So they're only around for that time of the year. And that's pretty much that story. So if you guys have any other information about the Yule Lads and what they do, it's all on the website, actually. kind of gives you a rundown of that. So it's kind of cool. All right. The next one that we're going to move on to, uh, this takes place in other parts of Europe, such as uh, most of Germany, Austria, the Czech Republic, Liechtenstein, Hungary, Slovakia, and Switzerland. Uh, It's known as the Christkind. So the Christkind presents themselves on Christmas Eve and are delivered not by an elderly elderly, man. The presents are delivered not by an elderly man, but... The Christkind, which literally translates to Christ child in English. This was a tradition started by Martin Luther himself during the Protestant Reformation. Um, Interesting. Yeah, uh, because the celebrations of St. Nicholas have been going on for centuries at this point, And he thought that was more of a pagan thing because St. Nicholas was associated with the Catholic Church. And if anybody knows about the Protestant Reformation, this took place during a time that they wanted to leave the Catholic Church and a bunch of denominations of Christianity sprung up from that. So he kind of wanted to stray away from that. And instead of having saints, you know, so the Christ child, basically Jesus Christ uh, was the one that was going around delivering these presents, I guess, according to the way this is um, interpreted. But anyway, uh, he did not want to encourage the celebration of St. Nicholas on the 6th of December or any saints in general. So he promoted this alternative idea that the Christkind would bring these presents on Christmas Eve. So I'm going to pause you right there. And that is a really common theme you see for holidays. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of Yule has gone back like very, very far. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we don't even really know the true origins of like holiday celebrations from a from an archaeological standpoint, I don't think. But. In my opinion, it's pretty clear that like seasonal depression is a thing and winter sucks. So it's a way to party and give each other gifts and just be happy during the winter time. 
Yeah, which I actually will touch about Saturnalia and everything that these are from. Yeah. yeah. And they all kind of stem from the same, like Dan just said. And it's just, it's fascinating because that's, that's mm-hmm. very much like Easter. Easter mm-hmm. was originally not a Christian holiday. Oh, no. Um, nope. nope. It was taken from other religions and, and mm-hmm. paganism. So it's just fascinating to see even all the way back then, you know, uh, and we don't celebrate that version of, you know, Christmas anymore, but it was still just an alternative to something that they didn't like. Right. Yeah. A lot of anthropologists and uh, other people that study like human behavior and human development and stuff also say this is probably where modern day Christmas uh, story pretty much hails yeah. from with like baby Jesus and all that um, kind of, and everything else that mainstay main day Christian uh, and main day Christmas and stuff all stems kind of from this one. From the Christkind. So moving on though. Next is going to be. Um, little area. Southwest of Germany. Um, and amongst a lot of German speaking communities. I guess in the United States. This um, helper of Santa Claus. His name was uh, Bell's Nickel. Now. He also goes by another name. Called Walloping Nicky. <laughs> okay. Wallaby Nikki. Yep. That sounds Walloping like something Nikki. from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like drop bears. <laughs> yeah. He's basically another Santa Claus or helper that goes around and thumps children. Cool. Essentially. <laughs> Love to yeah. see it. Yeah. He is uh, described as a very, cr- uh, as a scary and very crotchety, or no, crotchety and very scary. I got my words mixed up there. Uh, particularly, uh, Shows up around children who have been very bad. Um, at his most fearsome, he would appear at the door dressed in tatty f- tatted furs and a long white beard, rattling chains and branches of a birch tree against the window until you let him in, essentially. Okay, so that sounds very similar to Krampus. Yeah, yeah. a little Krampus. bit. Yeah, I think that's where he, uh, I think that's where they kind of got the idea of Krampus from from Bell's nickel or maybe vice versa or the vice chains, versa the chains is what really does it for me yeah but uh anyway once he enters the house um he would be able to sense which children have been bad and bad children would be hit with a switch and made to perform a song or a dance oh no and we're <laughs> And we're forced to promise to be good. Whoa. You've been a bad little boy. You must perform the sad dance now. Dance for me. Okay. We're not laughing at child abuse. No. No. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's the fact that it's a song and dance. Mm -hmm. But it's, I mean, okay. Real talk. I can see that happening in abusive families, etc. Yeah. And I'm going to just do like a general trigger warning before this whole episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. He already did one. But wow, like <laughs> dance for me, children. Dance. <laughs> Sing a song about how sorry you are for being bad. Good God. So <laughs> freaking bizarre, dude. Yeah. Bell's nickel though would reward the good children though with gifts of candy and fruit and cookies and stuff and cakes, I guess. So uh, I guess even toys. Um it wasn't really specific. Just kind of gave a list of stuff that we give. So whatever he had on him at that time, I guess. Sure. Just dig in um, his pocket and like, yeah, you uh, yeah. you were good here. Have this uh, cough drop from last year. <laughs> this one was uh, region specific uh, on which day they would celebrate. It would either be on St. Nicholas Day earlier in the year, like uh, early in December, like the 5th or 6th. And then 
other regions would be Christmas Eve. So these are region specific, I guess, for some of these. So their version of Bell's Nickel might be a little different region to region, but that's the overall consensus. Now to get on to one that we all know and love, Krampus. Now, yeah, Krampus. Krampus uh, originally, um, he, well, he's most known, commonly known, uh, the most commonly known counterpart to Santa. All right, well, he's had movie appearances. He's had several movies just about him, um, appearances in TV shows, etc. He's all over the place. If you don't know who Krampus is, I'll kind of give you a summary. He's represented. As a very classic furry horned demon. Um, some believe he's a half goat. So kind of think, picture a satyr, but like eight and a half feet tall and like Creep. mange. And, and a creepy. Gene Simmons tongue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of the classic art has him, his tongue hanging out and it's like real long. Yeah. yeah. And, um, um, so they celebrate usually on St. Nicholas Day, so December 5th, 6th area throughout uh, most of Austria and some parts of the United States where um, a huge Austrian families had settled down. You can see what's called Krampuslauf, which is the Krampus procession. Children and adults will line up the streets and they'll watch this parade going on with a bunch of people dressed up as Krampuses running past you. I thought it was Krampus not Krampus not Krampus not. Krampus. No, this is Krampus. Krampus I, I guess Krampus knocked is the night of Krampus. Okay. Yeah. So the procession is yeah, whatever the pr- you yeah, said. Yeah, Krampus Lauf. I'm going to get yeah. so much hell on Twitter. Probably. <laughs> I, I, we probably both are. But anyway. Um, so, yes, these Krampuses show up in packs and droves. So, um, Krampus, though, is known to snatch away the bad and bratty children in a sack and then beat them just like a few of our other. Why does um, Santa and his counterparts suck all of the time? I Why do they put know. kids in burlap sacks and beat them is what I, I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Like, is that how you taught your children to behave back in the day? It's like, if you don't be nice or if you don't be good children, Krampus is going to come or Black Peter is going to come and they're going to beat the crap out of you. I'm like, what yeah, the- that that even gives more yeah. horrible racial undertone. Yeah, I was thinking Black that. Peter. I, I don't know. It makes me wonder if like a lot of people had like family members come and like beat their children, which is really fucked up. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I bet that's I mean, like it, everything from back in those days, it's probably one of the scare tactics that they use to try to lead children down the quote unquote right path. Yeah. It was so much easier to just tell ghost stories and stories of the Krampus than to be like well, I said that this is dangerous because it is dangerous. <laughs> or you should be a good person because... You should be a good person. Because you should be a good person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should just be a good person to be a good person. Or otherwise, like, you know, there should be no otherwise. It's just be a good person. Or no one will like you, and that's real world consequences. True, <laughs> true, I guess. It's very true. It's better than having some imaginary creature come beat the crap on you, I guess. It's better the alternative, I guess. Uh, so anyway, continue, Dan. Yeah. Didn't Krampus also eat children? Um, some versions say that yes. Everything he, ate children back then. I yep. Yeah. And he beat them with like switches too, right? Yeah, switches, um wow. tree limbs, whatever he could find. So yeah. <sighs> yeah, he would snatch away sacks and beat them and stuff, switches and birch limbs and 
bras. I don't know that anything they get that anything that you could find. Did you that say you could bras? Make a, get a, get a, no. Okay. What? <laughs> I heard birch no. limbs and bras, and I was like, "Wait, hang on. Let's rewind no. a second. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Anyway, moving on. This one, I'm going to ask any listeners out there that can help me research this because I could not find anything on this guy. I searched and I searched and I searched lots of websites is um, only a couple sentences I could find. Uh, it's about a, this is celebrated mainly in Liberia. It's the only African country that actually celebrates this man. His name is Old Man Baka. So B-A-Y-K-A. I probably butchered the pronunciation. But Old Man uh, Baka or Baika, um, he's also known to be a devil. And he's not there to give you things that you wanted for the past year for Christmas or anything. He's all about begging people for presents instead. So that's that's all he does. He's he's dressed up as a Santa ish figure and he goes around begging for presents. That's that's the whole story behind him. That's all I could find. Okay. That's it. Literally. Very strange. He doesn't turn around and give the presents to people like some kind of like Christmas Robin Hood. Okay. No, he just goes around and begs you for presents instead. That's it. It's better than beating children. I mean, yeah. it's a lot better than beating children. It's just odd that that's where the story ends. I'm going to guess, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, and if anybody knows anything about this, go ahead and feel free to correct me. But it sounds an awful lot like a lot of those old stories where they're like, oh, she disguised herself as an old crone and went around begging for scraps. And then turns out she was just testing you. And if you were nice to her, then she blessed you. And if you were bad, she cursed you. It sounds kind of like... One of those types of situations, but I don't know. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, there wasn't much information on it. This is all I could find. Um, it was actually a couple good websites, though. They talked about African traditions around Christmas time, like their versions of Christmas and um, what they used to celebrate prior to Christmas before, you know, colonialization and stuff, which, you know happens well and i'm sure there wasn't like a normal quote-unquote christmas no they have like winter festivals and stuff because well yeah and that's the thing christmas Um, wasn't really around well plus the africa has some southern hemisphere there going on oh yeah so winter would be our summer yeah yeah so you have to keep in mind it's probably it was probably celebrated like in our summer yeah, this was celebrated in, in December, but yeah, it was our our yeah. Well, well no, it's the, it's, the, it's well, their now, summertime after colonialization and everything. Yeah, it and is after, now. Yeah. After the idea of Christmas, you know, made its way there, but that those ideas have to be taken there. Mm-hmm. They also have some really cool um, celebrations, actually. Actually, and some parts of some of the. Some of the um, African countries there that they they uh, exchange gifts, but um, they're gifts of clothing. Like yeah. You go ahead and buy clothing in like September that you wear just for Christmas. Right. Like that's the whole tradition. You sit there and you give gifts of clothing to one another, like to get some really nice stuff. Like Christmas pajamas. And I, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, I guess. Just because you said yes. it and it made me think of it. And I'm really bad at geography. So I, I Googled to make sure because mm-hmm. I know that part of Africa is in the Southern Hemisphere. But I Googled it, and actually Liberia is closer to the equator, and it's in the northern hemisphere. So they would have some really interesting Christmas time weather. 
wintertime weather. Yeah. So, so maybe like, you know, I guess it just really depends. I mean, I don't know. Again, I'm no, you know, anthropologist, so. Yeah. Yeah, I just, it's I thought it was interesting because you started talking about the weather and I'm like, well, now I need to know. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, um, that's, that's like I said, all I could find about him. And, but like I said, I found some very interesting stuff about, you know, the culture and the celebrations that happen in uh, a lot of African countries. So it's kind of cool. It's, uh, there's a link of that will also be down there too. All the, all the research we do, we leave links for. So you can actually research that too, because I said a lot of interesting traditions and stuff. I like it anyway. Moving on to the last bit, um, the one of the last Santa Claus, the original, the OG Saint Nicholas himself. <laughs> Don't sue me. My God. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those who's, uh, that don't know, St. Nicholas was a man uh, that went around in the 3rd century. He was a, I guess, uh, some some translations aren't exact, but they say, some will say he was a cleric for the church. Some say he was just a, uh, just, you know, one of the church workers, something like that. Uh, he would go around and give gifts to the poor during the end of the Yule Festival every year. That's what he was known for for a long time. And then in about, I think, the 1300s, he was recognized by the Catholic Church as a saint because there was a bunch of miracles that happened during around that time that uh, St. Nicholas himself had done these, you know, things. He had been known to, oh, let's see here. Uh, he was renowned as St. Nicholas the Wonder Worker. Um. You know, remember the story. Those of uh, those of you who've ever had a uh, who has a, either a Christian upbringing or knows anything about Christianity, you remember the story of Jesus calming the storm out on the sea. Sure do. That's actually actually a story about Saint Nicholas himself. Turns out he Ooh, was actually the one who did that. Jesus, you taking credit for other people's guys. stuff again? I know, right? Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was also known to raise Jesus, kids from guys, the dead, <laughs> made the blind to see. He actually, all the miracles that Jesus performed were actually written in the third century before the Bible was even, you know, printed before the Bible came to be. All these stories about Jesus actually is about St. Nicholas, I found out. Oddly Interesting. Enough. Or at least, yeah, a number of them. Well, I mean, well, well quite a number of them. I mean, yeah. as far as I know, St. Nicholas wasn't a uh, carpenter or a carpenter's son, as far as I know. But yeah, a lot of those stories, um, yeah, a lot of those are date back to him. But anyway, where I'm going with this is that before St. Nicholas was adopted as Kris Kringle or Santa Claus, as we know him today, there was also some, you know, like what does St. Nicholas have to do with uh, Christmas and all the traditions that we have? Well, actually, those date back to a much older festival. Um, Festivus. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seinfeld. Anyway, no. Um, this dates back to about uh, celebrated somewhere between the first and second century all the way up to about the 11th century before mass, you know, spread of the um, Catholic Church and Judeo Christian religions in general. These the traditions Abrahamic and holidays religions. were assimilated by Christianity 
and they were forced upon the peoples that were conquered by the early, you know, stages of you know the early rise of Christianity. I know what Europe. we're talking about, but you said early stages, and my brain went of capitalism. Sorry, not yeah. And I was like, yeah, um, well, hmm. that's a story for another time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, the uh, all the decorating of the trees, the hanging of mistletoe, the wreaths, uh, the copious amounts of food, the exchanging of gifts. This all hails from Saturnalia, which was in Rome. Uh, it's their Yuletide festival um, that they celebrate every year. And Christmas songs that mention Yule and Yuletide as well, and Yule logs, I guess, is all about the Yule festival, which is Norse. Um, so the Yule Festival kicks off at the end of Odin's Wild Hunt, which concluded with Odin flying through the night sky on his flying horse called Sleipnir. I probably butchered that. Sleipnir. So any of you out there. The eight-legged uh, yeah. beauty. Yep, the eight-legged horse pulling a sleigh full of gifts. And Odin was known to have magical dwarves and elves that made said gifts. So this is where our modern day Santa Claus comes from that they, they took the Saturnalia part and the Yule part and the end of Odin's Wild Hunt kind of amalgamash that into a figure that had magical elves that made gifts, eight reindeer instead of an eight-legged horse, sleigh that pulls said gifts and stuff like that, all done in one night. That all arrives from these traditions here then you know this is the early idea of of which has lasted up till now but that was the early santa this is uh before he was known as a big fat man and drank coca-cola which brings me to my next point he was became a fat man thanks to coca-cola ado adopting him as their mascot in the 1920s and pushing ads from the 1920s through the 30s depicted him as an uh, depicted him as a balding white bearded fat man who wore red and gave gifts that's what he was known as um up to this day but before that before the 1920s he was described as an old tall gaunt looking nordic man dressed in furs oh so, yeah, that's where Odin, the Odin Santa comes from. That's what he. So they adopted Odin and the miracles of St. Nicholas as the St. Nick that we know of. And then they made him fat. Yeah. Of isn't course. it wild that Coca-Cola literally created our modern day Santa Claus in like every way, like his looks, his like his kind of personality from their commercials and stuff. That's all. Yeah. That's all because of coca-cola yeah it's so it's freaking so weird. bizarre <laughs> it is ridiculous the amount of yeah so you can thank coca-cola when you drink your coke and you think of those polar bears and santa claus no I was th i've been thinking about the polar bears this entire time <laughs> yeah uh, just it's crazy but that is where our modern day Santa comes from and all of the Santa traditions and all this stuff comes from Yuletide Festival, Odin's Wild Hunt and um and Saturnalia. Even even Christmas trees. Yeah. No, uh, it's like hearing trees. Yeah, that's Saturnalia. I don't know. Did you know about this, Reese? This is a really cool fact. 
<clears throat> so the Christmas trees, you know how like traditionally you like string them with popcorn instead of garland? Yeah. Well, that's actually pagan. Oh, and yes, I didn't know this, but keep going. I decorations. Yeah, I love this because it's very wholesome. The whole decoration and um, originally stemmed from hanging houses on like little wooden houses and stuff on fir trees. Uh, it's for fairies. For fairies yeah. to take shelter during the winter. So cute. And you strung mm-hmm. food up for them to eat. Mm-hmm. And the lights that you put on are so that, that you can guide them to, to a the, safe place. To a safe place. Yeah. Uh, that being said, a lot of the fae in, in Norse mythology are, are really, really tricksters. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, a lot of them are tricksters. <laughs> a lot yeah, of, we'll probably cover that. A lot of fae in a lot of mythology are just, like, they're just. <laughs> I, I like, keep, I keep telling Mike, we have a brownie elf in our place <laughs> because stuff constantly comes up missing. Anybody who knows anything about brownie elves, they like to be mischievous, mischievous and they like to take a lot of your things that you really need like small keys for your office mailboxes um for your phones and just yeah they just hide them they just hide them no and then return them back to where they were i'm just bad i'm just bad at misplacing things i just have adhd but i I will say um like I, i i misplace things all the time and Dan always blames it. I'm sorry if you can hear my cat digging in her cat litter. She's also been jumping against the wall this entire uh, recording. So <laughs> Lee, there's please. that too. <laughs> my um, baby. Uh, so oh, there she goes. Um, we lost our mailbox key for like a week and we couldn't get the mail. And I was looking for it and looking for it and looking for it. I dug in my pants pockets. I looked all over the floor. I looked on like all our shelves, like everything. And now Dan and I aren't like the neatest of people like our, our apartment isn't like disgusting ever i mean it sometimes is but we clean it it's more like just lived in you know i think that's a good way to describe it what about you reese do you think yeah so? I, I mean your apartment's fine it's just you haven't seen us in a year though, okay so. well first <laughs> of all it's covid second of all i'm sorry third of all i hope you guys are still living or are you dead in your apartment <laughs> so well, who knows um like you know, sometimes you get home, you like take your pants off and throw them on the floor, right? Absolutely. It's just a thing that we all do. It's if you don't do it, then you're lying. <laughs> yeah. So I got home from work. I took my pants off. And I like was like, oh, shoot, I have to go get something. And I went back to put my pants back on. And the key for our mailbox was just on top of my pants. Uh. And I was like, that it makes literally no sense at all. Brownie elves. They returned it. There's not in the same place that you uh, left Something it. Something like that happened to me in college. My my roommate and I, our scissors went missing for like two whole weeks. Like we both had a pair of scissors. Neither of us could find either of them. And one day I woke up and I went to like make something in the microwave and the scissors were sitting. One pair was on top of the microwave and one pair was in the microwave. And I was like, I know we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Reese, how much did you and your roommates have to drink? Nothing. She was straight edge. <laughs> oh. Mm. Back when straight edge was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're old. Um, but like, yeah, so the fairy houses, even like the light, even like the star. I know the star on top of the tree is like, 
you know, like the star that the, the That's wise not the men. star of David? No. Oh. I know it was like, it's supposed to represent like the star that the wise men use to uh, navigate. Baby Jesus. And yeah. Uh, but also, it, it's also just a light to guide fairies here trees. So when you're, when you're trimming the tree, uh, just remember you're giving a house to fairies. I mean, I would love yep. to do that personally. Yeah, it's very cool. I very much like that idea. And I mean, while I'm not a religious person, I I do like Christmas a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, I feel like you can be in the spirit of Christmas and not be like, oh, Jesus was born this day. Well, There's yeah, just so many like neat little things. Yeah. I mean, it's Odin's Wild Hunt. That's what I'm going to refer to it as from here on out. You know, even back then in in Saturnella, they were like partied and drank and mm-hmm. stuff because it was to get through the worst part of winter. Yeah. yeah. I think, and I mean, other people might think differently. And I mean, obviously there's people who are like super religious who celebrate it for the religious reasons. But I feel like Christmas kind of became like, at least in America, the holiday for like the winter holiday for people who don't have a winter holiday to celebrate. Yeah. And I mean, I know there's all kinds of really annoying things that people do with Christmas around the holidays and get all, well, it's Merry Christmas. No, it's not. Shut up. There's more than one holiday. But like, I feel like the people who don't have, like, they don't have a religion that incorporates a holiday have just kind of adopted it. (laughs) Just like, well, all right, sure. Fun fact, before Harry Truman was president, Christmas wasn't really celebrated that much um, as, uh, as, uh, you know, as a whole in the country. Um, a lot of, uh, a lot of, um, celebrations, a lot of holidays that we have that are federally paid holidays and stuff like that, that didn't happen until Truman was in office. It was actually, uh, I, I, I believe it was Truman, right? It was Truman's wife. I don't know. Or what, what, or no, I might be, I may be wrong. It might not be Truman's wife. It's, uh, or it could be Eisenhower's wife. Sorry. Eisenhower. Um, oh, I can tell you about Eisenhower. <laughs> Uh, I think it was his wife. She was the one who um, actually, and they actually covered this, which is dumb in um, in uh, that American Horror Story, I guess that the bad season. Um, that's too vague. She There's was a, in charge of yeah, like, that's Holly's, most of them. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no, the um, I guess that's uh, rings true. She actually was in charge of. Uh, making holidays a th- uh, federally paid thing throughout the United States. That was one of her ideas that she brought forward to Ike. And he's like, okay, let me go ahead and see what I can do with this. So yeah, uh, you can thank, I guess, Mrs. Eisenhower for paid holidays, I guess. And you can also thank Mr. Eisenhower for abducting t- uh, young oh, adults God. and kids from <laughs> national parks. It wasn't him. Well, not him. The, the aliens. He made a deal with the aliens on the moon. So that we could land there during the space race. Mm-hmm. And he made a deal with them that they, they'd they have to let us land, but they would be able to abduct people from national parks mm-hmm. in the United States, yep. especially younger adults and, and children. Grace, you have to pay and for space them. travel. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And that's an actual conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. That's Which, an actual conspiracy theory that I thought some nut made up when we went to the Rogers sale. Oh, I hope he's listening to this because I, you're not a nut if you're listening to this man, but I thought you was, I thought he was totally crazy. Yeah, we thought we we thought you were at the time. And but, then like a bit later on, he was like, uh, we were like, yeah, they did it on American Horror Story. And I was like, is yeah. this really the this Eisenhower is years story? Later too, by the way. So, 
you know, I don't know. They were out, they were like they plagiarized him, man. Yeah. He needs to go get his money now. <laughs> it's my money and jacket. I need it now. Oh, that, that leather jacket though, it was so tight on me, but it looked good on you. Yeah, but you know. Anyway. So do you have anything else for us, Dan? Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, I I did a lot of research and I wanted to do more, but I thought these would probably be the best because there was a couple more that I don't remember much about, and these are the most well-known ones besides Old Man Bica, which yeah, Old I, said, Man I just threw that one in there. Old Man Jenkins. Now, um, so yeah, these are the probably the most well-known that I could find. Um, there's probably a few more that I might have missed. If anybody knows, there's probably hundreds. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Hundreds. Yeah, there's, I'm there's sure hundreds there's... of versions of of Christmas and their own you know tradition stuff or Christmas like. Of course, but no, these are the main ones that are celebrated from early December through like mid-January. So these are kind of like the iconic winter Christmas holiday type festivities and their um, counterparts for Santa and stuff. So, so yeah, um, since we're wrapping up, I'm just going to say, guys, uh, we're so happy you've launched this year and... Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you for like taking this journey with us. Yeah, absolutely. I was look I was looking at our um metrics the other day and we launched in August. So in six no, not in six months. What? Dude. <laughs> I mean four months. <laughs> it's been like in five. four months' yeah. time. Uh you guys listen to we have around three hundred downloads. Um, so that's around 300 hours you folks have spent with us. And that just is crazy to me. We're not really marketing or anything like that. So the fact that you guys are all finding us and listening and enjoying, you know, uh, the stories that we tell and, and just hanging out with us, it, it means a lot. Yeah, This has been something that, I mean, we finally got it going this year, but we've been talking about it for a while now. Um, so it's nice that now that we're actually getting going with it, it's actually. Something that seems to be uh, appealing to people or up people's alley. So yeah, yeah. And, and I know, I know, like big podcasts, they get like tens of thousands of downloads a day. But it's not. It's literally been less I than mean, a year for us. Yeah, and yeah. And it just the interaction on Twitter, and I know there's a couple people who like constantly are replying and whatnot. It, it yeah, means we should a lot do shoutouts. Does like every once in a while for like people who reply to us on twitter like if they say something super funny or if they're just like constantly you know saying stuff yeah to there's us. a couple um small podcasts too that i've interacted with a lot on there i'll shout them out next time yeah, yeah. Um, um show some cryptid memes too while you're at it yeah please so <clears throat> yes please like please um with that being said uh you know we'll be back next time with kelly hopkinsville part two uh, chances are we'll be near Cincinnati doing a live show April 20th. Yes. Uh, and we're going to try I thought you said it was the 30th. Oh. No. Oh, 20th, okay. I think. It's 20th, so it's okay. Well, we'll nail down the date and we'll actually yeah. post it as well. Uh, shout out to, um, Sarah, I believe was her name. I'm, I'm just like, I'm really tired. So if I got your name wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, we will likely be there. We're going to try to record our live show so it won't be as you know, good sounding, but, uh, it'll be there and, uh, we might th- give some stickers out or something too. We'll see. Merch coming soon. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> we don't have now we have a lot of people who listen to us, but not that many. Um, yeah. But uh if you guys ever have if you guys have any stories or anything, uh let us know. Yeah, we're always interested. I wanna do like I wanna do like a listener tales thing eventually, like a listener stories. Yeah, definitely. Uh but we haven't had any submissions. I'm begging you, please. Wait, our contact your, is like everywhere. I mean it Yeah, Ohio Valley Cryptid at gmail.com. No, or contact at Ohio Valley Cryptid.com. That one's the easier too. one. Yeah. Uh or you know, give us a tweet or you can reach us like a million different yeah, ways. There's, there's yeah, there's a lot of ways, and we're always willing to hear stories and excited to hear stories that you guys have. Yes, definitely. We are always up for fan submissions. If we get enough of those, we might actually do a whole episode of just fan-submitted stories. I, I would too. love to. That would be great. We could all take turns, kind of like the, 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 they do in Watcher. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Well, on, on uh, <laughs> too many spirits. Too many too spirits. Many we just watched spirits. that. I just watched it. We too. literally <laughs> love those boys. Okay. So, everyone who hasn't watched it, first of all, go watch it, and second of all, don't Definitely. listen to what I'm about to say. But Steven's breakdown. Oh my god. I think he actually had a I meltdown. I think he might yeah. have. It's yeah. That looked. I don't very think real. it was about like him, like like the competition or anything. No. I know they were joking about it yeah. the whole time, and he was in on the joke. Yeah. But I think he did think have a little bit of an actual. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm done for now. I hope he's okay. He's He'll fine. Fine. He owns a third of the company. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. We appreciate everything you do for us, and uh, we'll catch you later. Yeah, thanks, yep. guys. You guys have a great happy holidays. Oh, yeah, happy, and a good new year. happy holiday, yeah. whatever you celebrate, and yeah, happy yep. happy new year. Yep, we'll see you in 2022. Bye. Bye, everybody.